Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hey everybody, greetings. Welcome back to Wipe Your Lens. This is Kim Stewart, your host. We are on episode 23, posing to look great in pictures. So I have a best friend that I see maybe once a year. She lives back home in Michigan. And sometimes when I post something onto social media, she'll always ask me like, hey, did you lose weight? You look good and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, no, if anything, I gained weight. I don't know what she's talking about. But this episode, basically when posing individuals, you want to create a more flattering and sometimes slimming effect. Sometimes you might have a client that feels like they're too small and they want to look more curvy. I've had that before too. Um, Here are some great tips to consider. Use angles and perspective. Position yourself slightly above the subject's eye level and shoot in a downward angle. You probably already know these things, but just to reiterate and to refresh, Always try to position yourself above your client's eye level so that you could kind of look down on them, but you don't want them to look up to where you can see the whites underneath their iris. So you don't want that. Anyway, this can help elongate their body and create a more flattering look. You see when people take selfies, they always take it from above, usually way too high, but it creates a more flattering look and it makes them look elongated and slim. Avoid shooting from low angles as It could actually make them and their face look larger and, of course, give somebody a double chin if they're looking down as well. But, you know, that can be a creative shot if they're looking up or looking straight forward and you're shooting from below. Depending on the angle and perspective, you can still make them look great and be flattering and make it look good. So I don't want you to not use different angles or a downward angle, but that's just something to remember, especially if you have them looking down. I don't care how small that person is, they're going to have a double chin. All right, so two, create space and separation. You always want to do this anyway because you want to have that bokeh effect behind them. And if you're in front of them, creating that space, if you're too close, your subject's going to look bigger and not proportioned right anyway. So try positioning the subject at an angle to the camera rather than facing straight on. Have them kind of position themselves a little bit to the right or the left, depending on, of course, where the light is coming. You want them to be facing the light. You want that light to basically wash on their face and on their front side. This helps create visual separation between the body parts and can make a person appear slimmer. For example, one shoulder is facing forward and the other one is facing backward. That gives them a more slimming effect and it just has a better visual aspect to it anyway. Have them turn their shoulders slightly away from the camera while keeping their face towards you, if that helps create the visual. Three, promote good posture. Encourage good posture by asking your client to sit up straight a little bit or to straighten their back some, elongate their neck, and pull their shoulders back. This helps create a more streamlined appearance and avoid slouching or hunching over. You never want anybody slouching or hunching over. That usually when you ask them to be comfortable, you always have to correct that. Be comfortable, but have good posture. 
Four, utilize body positioning. Guide the subject to position their body in ways to create that slimming effect. You want angles. The more angles, the better that they look. If they could cross their legs, you know, at their knees or at their ankles, place one foot slightly in front of the other to create a diagonal line or just different angles. Have them rest their hand under their chin or slightly on their face. You don't want them to mush their cheeks or anything like that, but slightly on their face. Cross your arms at the waist, whatever it is. Always give them some type of angles. Always, you know, even the hand on your hip gives a great angle. Hand on both hips or across your um, hand across your belly with one hand on the hip. Hopefully you guys can see I don't have a YouTube channel yet. As of yet, I don't know if I ever will, but I don't have a YouTube channel, so I can't actually show you these, but hopefully you're visualizing it. Number five, be strategic in arm placement. Clients all the time will say, what do I do with my arms? If it's a guy, I love putting hand in your pocket, both hands in your pocket, thumbs out. However, you always want to position their hands, put it that way. Always want to position your client's hands in some way, shape or form. If they have something to hold on to, if they could just cross their arms over, like I said, over their chest or hands on your hip or one over your, um, your belly and one hand on your hip. If you're adjacent to a tree or a wall, putting that elbow up, people feel so uncomfortable doing this. But once you show them, they're like, oh, okay. And it looks so natural in photos, but they don't feel like it feels natural. But once they see the picture, they always say, oh, that looks good. Anyway, this helps create a more visually appealing shape for your clients as well, giving them angles and giving them um, somewhere to place their arms. All right, six, flattering clothing choices. That's always a thing that sometimes we don't have much say in because sometimes your clients will come and they'll say, I haven't put this on in so long. I hope it still fits. And it's like, oh, no, uh, you should have tried this on a week ago to make sure it still fits. But suggest clothing options that flatter your client's body shape. Darker colors seem to have or tend to have a slimming effect while patterns and horizontal stripes draw attention and make someone appear wider. Almost everybody knows this, but some people don't. So encourage them to wear well-fitted clothing that heightens their assets. Seven, focus on facial expressions. Direct the subject's attention to their facial expressions. Encourage them to relax, smile naturally, smile if they're looking angry or upset, and always focus on their eyes. Um, I've always had to tell my client, okay, give me a nice natural smile or a big smile or something like that. I think when someone smiles, it just makes them feel a little bit more relaxed and calm anyway. So drawing attention to their personality while you're doing these facial expressions is a great way to show how their emotions can shift and focus away from their body shape anyway. So once you get all that together, like position their arms, give them a nice pose and then focus on their facial expressions, you will have a wonderful, beautiful image for them to cherish forever. Eight, lighting and shadows. Experiment with lighting techniques that'll flatter your subject's features and create a slimming effect or just a more visually appealing effect. Soft, diffuse lighting can help minimize harsh shadows, wrinkles, things like that. It can also create a more even complexion. So when you are facing in front of like a window with light coming through or whatever your lighting setup is, when they're facing that, oh, it could just clear up your complexion and make you look so dreamy and creamy and beautiful. So avoid using direct harsh lighting like flash going straight on your subject because that can just look too harsh and it will 
increase the look of imperfections on the skin. Nine, post-processing techniques. Use all the post-processing techniques that you need to do to, of course, enhance somebody's look. Not too much. You don't want to go into Photoshop and do all this extra stuff to make them look fake. I cannot stand this new AI mess where everybody has pictures of themselves looking just totally crazy and totally different. I mean, it's cool if you just want to play around with it, but to actually put that on your as your profile picture or as just, I mean, a business card, I don't know what people are using it for, but to use that as that's who you are, it's not who you are. Don't do that. That is just too much Photoshopping for me. I like everything to be processed naturally, make it just enhancing your wonderful, beautiful, natural look is the type of post-processing techniques that you should be using, unless that's what you do and that's what your clients know that you do and they're okay with it. So include any subtle adjustments that you need to do for overall toning, shadows, highlights, retouching that you need to do just to emphasize positive features and minimize distractions as needed. Remember, it's essential to approach posing with sensitivity and respect for your individual's feelings. You never want to say, you know, this will make you look slimmer or anything like that. Just let them know that this will help you. I mean, you don't have to say anything because they know they're going to you're going to come in and pose them. And never when you are taking photos like, no, that's bad or don't say anything. Just keep on taking different shots and keep on Um, Just shooting until you feel like you've gotten the right look on every shot. I say beautiful, even if it came out not so beautiful or I did something wrong. I always say it's beautiful and I'll let my really good shots. I let the client look at it so it can give them more confidence to help them keep going and not feel like anything's going wrong. Because trust me, I just had a photo shoot yesterday and my equipment was messing up. It wasn't the client whatsoever. I had just changed my batteries, so I don't know if they were bad batteries or what, but they weren't working in my flash. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I kind of freaked out. Not really freaked out, but I was mad because I had set everything up and I had test shot, did all my test shots, had all my um, settings where I needed it to be. And then all of a sudden here it is that nothing's working right. It was like flashing on every second or third shot that I took. So it was really weird. I don't know what happened. I think I need to check out my flash to make sure it's not, the settings aren't off again. So I don't know what happened anyway. So I fixed it by changing the batteries, go figure again. And it started to work, but I just said, okay, so let's just say those were practice shots. Now these are looking gorgeous. These are fine now. And I had to just reassure her that, you know, of course, out of anybody's photo session. You don't want anything to go wrong. And I didn't let her know, but she knew, I'm sure when she got in the car and she saw what time it is, I extended her photo shoot because of something that I did. So that is another case of over-delivering, under-promising and over-delivering. It was only supposed to be a 30-minute session, but because of the mishap, I know it didn't take, you know, 15 minutes for me to get adjusted. It probably took uh, at most five, six minutes for me to get adjusted. But I gave her an extra 15 minutes on her session because, you know, I wanted her to feel comfortable. So we started talking and then I just gave her some extra time just for us to get back in the groove of things, if that makes sense. So, yeah, whenever you have problems like that, you just want to make sure that you do the right thing. So where are we? We are at number seven. Oh, no, we already said focus on facial expressions, lights and shadows. Okay, we talked about that. Post-processing techniques. 
So use all of them. And really, that's it. I just have nine tips for you today. So let's recap them real fast. Number one, use angles and perspective when posing your clients. Two, create space and separation. Three, promote good posture. Four, utilize body positioning. Five, use strategic arm placement. Six, ask them to use flattering clothing choices. Seven, focus on their facial expressions. Make sure that they're calm and natural. Eight, lighting and shadows. Make sure you watch for that. And nine, use all the post-processing techniques that you can. And again, make sure that you approach each session with sensitivity and respect for your client's feelings. You don't want anybody, if they're too skinny or too, I mean, I'm one, I'm always about sensitivity on body because it's been, it was a long time for me. I didn't feel comfortable taking pictures anymore because I have gained weight. So I'm in the process of trying to lose weight. I'm always in the process of trying to lose weight. So it's hard sometimes to take pictures or to see yourself in a way that you haven't seen yourself ever in your life. So I try to be respectful and sensitive at all times. Communication and empathy with creating a comfortable environment for your clients is key to capturing all beautiful images and portraits. You want to make sure that every client feels confident and valued in your photography sessions. So to help them look the best that they can is so essential and so key to being a great photographer. So anyway, I hope that this helps you. I hope that this gives you a different idea on posing and I will talk to you all next week. Have a wonderful, blessed week. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.